What's up, guys? Episode three. Um, we have quite a few artists coming up in the Columbus area. Uh, tonight we have Super Suckers at A&R and Carolina Smith, not Carolina Smith, Caroline Smith at the basement. Uh, that's going on tonight. My phone is going off. Not a great start. We're going to turn this down. All right. Uh, yeah, so on the 9th, which is Tuesday, um, Nothing But Thieves is playing at Newport Music Hall. Uh, if you don't know anything about Nothing But Thieves, they are kind of an alternative rock band formed in 2012. Uh, they have, I think, five members currently. I think that's changed maybe throughout the years. I'm not really sure, but, um, yeah, five members. Uh, they put on a really good show. I have yet to see them live, but I've seen uh, videos of them performing, and uh, that should be a really good show. So that's at Newport on Tuesday. On Wednesday, Sleepwalkers uh, are playing at the basement. Uh, sleepwalkers are made up of f- six guys, I think. Uh, I think they're led by a guy named Austin York and one of his family members, I believe. But, uh, yeah, they're kind of uh, weird. They, I think they call themselves, quote-unquote, outlaws. But, yeah, just a kind of a weird group. Uh, they do a lot of very strange things on stage, I've heard. I don't know if that's true or not. But uh, they, I think, originated in Virginia. And, yeah, they're just trying to... Uh, I, think, I think they're on a tour right now. I'm not sure. But... Yeah, so pretty interesting. I actually, I don't know if they're made, I don't know if they have as many guys as I think they do. They might have five or three. I don't really know. <laughs> but I think that's also changed uh, over the years. I really don't know. But yeah, super cool. They have some some neat like lyrics and uh, I think they came from like a blue collar blue collar origin and uh they're just super kind of soothing and um melodic sound so uh yeah they're playing on wednesday at the basement which is october 10th um also on october 10th which is a wednesday andy Grammer is playing at newport which is going to be crazy it's got to be sold out i haven't seen but it's got to be sold out that's an insane show uh, for those of you guys who haven't heard of Andy Grammer, uh, his real name is Andrew Charles Grammer. Um, he's just a multi-platinum pop singer, um, songwriter as well. I think he's, I don't know what, uh, I think he's signed to S, S-Curve Records or something. I'll double check that, but I think S-Curve Records, I don't really know. But, uh, yeah, he is from California, kind of just makes pop, rock, soulful pop, sometimes quote-unquote country pop. I really don't know, but, uh, yeah, he's a super talented artist. He sings, writes lyrics, records all of his own music, so very cool. Yeah, that'll be an insane show that'll be at uh, Newport. I just, uh, I kind of 
wish I was going to that. I haven't bought tickets. I haven't seen I haven't seen the tickets yet either. So I'm not sure if they're sold out or not. It doesn't look like they are. Huh, that's surprising. Well, who knows? Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. A couple days yet. So, all right. Uh, on the 11th, which is Thursday, um, I don't really know. I'm not familiar with this group, SoFi Tucker. I don't know if that's, uh, I don't know if that's true, if that's how you pronounce it. But I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's presented by 102.5 um, at A&R Bar. And for those of you guys who haven't heard of SoFi Tucker, uh, it is a duo of um, musicians from New York. And I think they kind of just make like EDM house, EDM kind of uh, ultra music. I don't really, I think it's kind of ultra music. I haven't really heard too much of uh, the stuff that they produce, but I think uh, that'll be a pretty good, sh- I think it'll be a pretty good show, honestly. Um, that'll be a cool venue for that type of that genre of music just because the environment is just, is just, uh, kind of conducive, I think, to EDM house music, uh, just kind of the vibe that it has. But yeah, so that's at A&R Bar, uh, on Thursday. Also on Thursday, Russ Liquid Test is playing at the basement. Um, and for those of you guys who have never heard of Russ Liquid Test, uh, they're kind of a classic funk, uh, electric group. Um, Russell Scott is the songwriter producer. Um, and I think they originated from New Orleans, but they have a guitarist and a drummer and, um, I think maybe a couple other guys. I don't really know, but their music is kind of, they're from New Orleans. So probably just kind of rooted in that new orleans jazz scene but uh i think a lot of people a lot of people like this type of music or starting to get into this type of music they're just a, really a mashup genre just kind of funk jazz electro um maybe alternative um classic funk yeah a super weird combination of genres but yeah super talented uh yeah, that should be an insane show. They've played at some music festivals, some music festivals um, this past summer, and uh, from what I've heard, I've just I've just heard all good things. Uh, they just really w- they like to create dynamic music and um, just kind of an organic show. I think so. That'll be really cool. Um, I another ep- another concert that I wish I had tickets to right now but yeah so that's on the 11th which is a Thursday um rust liquid test at the basement on Friday there are two shows one is at A&R music bar and one is at the basement um at A&R bar it is Mo Lauda and the Humble and for those of you guys who have never heard of Mo Lauda and the Humble uh it consists I think it's three people I think it consists of three people. Um, I think they just have a lead singer, guitarist, a bassist, and a drummer, I believe. But, uh, yeah, they're not super well-known. I know uh, their music's on Spotify and SoundCloud if you want to um, look them up. But, yeah, just I think they came from Philly, 
and uh, they just kind of started making music kind of recently. I think they dropped their first album in 2013, um, and then I think they just tour a lot. Uh, I think they're just constantly traveling and um, doing shows all the way around the country. I know before they play in... um, before they play in Columbus or after they play in Columbus, I think they go to Kentucky and then, uh, Chicago, I think. And, um, yeah, they just go everywhere, Denver, etc. But yeah, so that'll be a good show. Um, and that is at the A&R bar on the 12th, which is a Friday. Uh, also on the 12th, Alan Raymond is playing at the basement. Um, Alan Raymond, Alan Raymond is actually from Canada. Um, he's signed to community music and I think he's got maybe two or three albums. I think he's got two. Uh, but yeah, kind of, kind of alternative hip hop grunge, quote unquote R and B. I don't know. People still say that anymore. I don't think they do. But, uh, yeah, he won, he won some awards in 2018, um, I think in Canada, uh, but yeah, I'm not super familiar with his music, but we'll see. I think, I think that'll be, I think that'll be an interesting show if nothing else, uh, it's at the basement. Uh, yeah, so that's it for Friday. Mo Lauda and the Humble, uh, at A&R Bar and Alan Raymond at the basement. On Saturday, there is only one show, I think, kind of in the general Columbus area at these, at these smaller Promo West venues uh, around Ohio State campus. So on Saturday, Dark Star Orchestra is playing at Express Live, and that is presented by WCBE. Uh, Dark Star Orchestra originated, I believe, in Chicago and very very interesting music there they got a big group of people um they make kind of just rock psychedelic rock i would say maybe um but they have had a lot of different people come in and out of this group uh they i think they've really fine-tuned their sound and their um just the people uh, that's a part of the group, but yeah, they've been playing forever. I think they, I think they started playing live shows in 1997 and, uh, yeah, they, they just, <laughs> they've done a lot. They, they've done a lot of tours. I think, I think they started to tour a little bit more, um, 2008, 2009 maybe. And they've been touring relatively consistently, um, for you know since then uh yeah kind of crazy but it should be interesting if you like the grateful dead you will like this group um they're a tribute band i don't know if i said that but uh they're just they're i think their motto is that they're trying to continue the grateful dead concert experience um so should be interesting I don't know. I don't listen to the Grateful Dead that much, but yeah, I think they have a really interesting sound and uh, I think they're doing pretty well with, uh, with their tour this year. 
Um, yeah, so that's it for Saturday. That is that Express Live, Dark Star Orchestra, Grateful Dead cover band. Should be interesting. Uh, all right, so on Sunday, there's also only one show, and this show got moved. I think it was originally supposed to be at Newport, and it got moved to Express. I'm guessing it, it might have sold out at Newport quickly, and they decided to move it to Express. I'm not sure why they do that sometimes, but they do, so it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, Owl City is playing at Express on Sunday the 14th, which is a week from today, I believe. Uh, yeah, a week from today. So yeah, uh, I'm sure a lot of people, this is, I mean, Owl City is pretty well-known, um, well-known artist. Uh, Adam Young kind of, it's kind of like electronica, synth pop, uh, indie-tronica, I don't know, pop kind of music it's interesting it's it's very 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 different from really anything uh but yeah he's signed to i'm not sure i don't know universal i don't know i i really am not sure i think maybe that has changed uh but many people know the song fireflies uh that was a platinum that was a six-time platinum single fireflies uh, and that was on their, uh, I think his 2009 album, um, Ocean Eyes, I believe. But yeah, they, or not they, I, I always think it's they because the sound is just so like, such a full sound. Uh, it's just, it's just hard to believe. Yeah. Adam Young is a very, very talented person. But anyway, he released Fireflies on, um, I believe his 2009 album. Yeah. Ocean Eyes. Uh, but yeah, I think he came from Minnesota. I think he started in Minnesota, uh, and he's just been touring. Uh, but yeah, so that'll be, that'll be interesting. That'll be a good show too. And if they moved it and there's no other shows at Newport that night, that probably means that tickets are going fast. I would guess faster than I, than they, than they expected. But, uh, I'm really not sure. So yeah, that is that for the upcoming artists this week uh, at local Columbus venues. Uh, I'll just go over it real quick one more time. Nothing But Thieves, which is presented by 102.5, is at Newport on Tuesday. Um, Sleepwalkers is at the basement on Wednesday. Andy Grammer is at Newport on Wednesday. Sophie Tucker is at A&R Bar on the 11th, which is Thursday. Rust Liquid Test is at the basement on Thursday. Mo Lauda and the Humble is at A&R Bar on the 12th, which is a Friday. Alan Raymond is at the basement on Friday. Dark Star Orchestra, presented by WCBE, WCBE um, is at Express Live on the 13th, which is a Saturday. And Owl City is at Express Live on Sunday. <sighs> that was a lot. I kind of briefly went over a lot of those people, but I I I know some of those are more popular than others. Nothing but Thieves, Andy Grammer, Alan Raymond, Al City. I think some of those people are relatively well known. Um 
so yeah should be a good uh should be a good week for music in columbus i i don't know how i don't know how uh the super suckers show is going i don't know i i assume it starts soon um that's it's probably going on right now i really don't know but doors opened at uh, at six. Oh wow so i'm sure they have a couple openers i would guess but yeah that's going on right now so by the time you hear this it will be over so don't even worry about it uh yeah so that's it on to recent music news not a whole lot going on honestly in the music world i really don't i don't think there's been anything too crazy or notable or whatever i really don't know but anyway i got a chance to sit down and listen to young sinatra for like 30 times and i'm not a fan I'm really not, it's not that good of an album. I like Logic. I don't, I kind of feel weird saying this, hating on Logic like this, but I really don't think it it was a good album. I think that it was just, I mean, in the first, in the intro, the, uh, the intro, if you haven't heard it, he does, he goes on like a big, big, thing on the intro it's so bad like if you listen to it it's basically everybody like it's calling him and thanking him for making music basically and i agree with a lot of people that i've talked to about it i think he's a very talented artist but he's just spending way too much time trying to like cement his place in like in rapper history or like hip-hop history it's just it's just gotten to the point where it's kind of annoying uh you know and i think that got overshadowed big time by lil wayne's album which is what i'm talking about after this i did a review on it last week if you haven't heard it you can pop back it's not that good a review i was just kind of just just blabbering about it mostly but i think it definitely got over overshadowed um logic just really goes on and on and on and on he can rap like he can really really he can rap really well and he but he just is obsessed with just like being remembered or like just being like a legend within the genre i don't i don't know it was weird it was a weird album, but I'm kind of glad he's done. I think that I'm, I feel pretty certain that that is his last uh, Young Sinatra album. But I love Logic. I heard him live at um, at Riverbend on the Rat, Rat Pack tour with uh, Young Thug, YG, and G Easy, and I really like him. He's he's faster he's faster live than i thought he i thought he was you know i think some people speed up their raps from time to time you know or in a studio you can just you know like i watched a video of him recording 44 more for his last album bobby tarantino 2 and he is i mean he's incredibly fast he's a super talented rapper and artist but he was going over those like it's just kind of like rudimentary like lyricism and he's just tripping over the words because it's so fast and it's so intricate but live he was amazing but that was 
whenever there when he was touring with G Easy, which was probably oh god, probably four years ago. Probably maybe I don't even know when it was. Probably it was more than four years ago or less. I have no idea. But anyway, yeah, Young Sinatra four. Don't waste your time. It's just more just logic 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 i love logic but i did not i wasn't a huge fan of the album honestly but i'm not trying to hate on albums at the end of the day any artist who can drop a full album uh is talented in my opinion it takes a lot of time as a very unprofessional and uh kind of beginner level music producer myself i understand how hard it is to to create an album so i'll never hate on people for dropping albums because <sighs> that shit is tough it's tough to complete so anyway young sinatra for giving it a thumbs down but i do like logic and i think that he will continue to make good music for a long time so shout out to logic decent album <laughs> that's all i can say about it anyway yeah moving on i talked about carter a lot last week uh but he is at the top of the charts um with this album so i'm 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 super happy that it's getting some i'm get it's getting some attention and obviously it will it's little wayne but i think he just he he just was not afraid to go outside of his comfort zone a little bit on this album and i think people really really resonated with kind of the genre that it uh encapsulated you know there was a lot people who don't like the heavy heavy rap just you know the 808s and the heavy kicks and all of that shit i i think that he kind of tuned into a little bit softer side of um the rap genre and i think that really showed on the album so uh but yeah he he um he's at the top of the billboard which is cool he is right ahead of Logic's album, actually. Uh, but yeah, it's it's good for him. Good for him. I'm happy about it. I think it'll it, it might stay up there. Uh, yeah, apparently he had a lot of streaming in that first week. Um, everybody was just streaming this album over and over, including myself. I haven't stopped listening to it super good um i was just trying to think of for those of you who haven't heard the album uh i kind of want to plug for my favorite songs because like i said it is um just a super diverse album and i think he did a nice job of kind of covering all his bases in terms of instrumentation uh but yeah uproar mona lisa which has been a work in progress i like don't cry although the whole thing with x being a feature on that song lil wayne like talks about x and he says he really didn't he yeah it's just a weird a weird thing him putting him on that song because uh i think he did an interview with i don't know who it was but uh Lil Wayne talked about it and he said he basically didn't know who um, X was before the feature. Um, and it was Mac Main's idea to have X featured on Carter five. Uh, you know, and people talked a lot about that too, because 
you know, why wasn't Drake on it? You know, why was X on it? You know, all of this stuff. And, uh, you know, I think Lil Wayne just didn't care that much about X or the music. Um, I, I think it was just kind of for production value. They threw, they threw one of, I think he just does the hook, but it, I mean, obviously it may or may not have worked because he's selling a lot of music right now, but, uh, yeah, I think he sold, I'm going to look this up. I think he sold, is this a saying 480,000 copies, um, to open it up, which is crazy. Um, it's his fourth number one album. Yeah, that's crazy. Unbelievable. Yeah, super popular. All right, next. My favorite person to talk about. Kanye West. He's always on. Anyway, apparently, I think it happened yesterday. I don't know when exactly it happened, but uh, he, Kanye West deleted his Twitter and Instagram accounts after his Trump rant on SNL, which I talked about last week, and his delayed album. And I don't know what the catalyst for this was, but um, he was back on, Kanye was back on his social media heavy and uh, just gave it all up. He deleted, yeah, oh, did this happen? This happened on Saturday. So this happened yesterday. Yeah, he deleted his his Twitter and his Instagram. And I don't know I don't know what's the correlation between him deleting his albums and the SNL thing was, but I know a lot of people gave were kind of hating on him for that because he apparently made Adam Driver who's the host and some of the cast members uncomfortable because they told he told the crowd that they told him to not wear the hat and all of this, this different stuff. Um, but Adam Driver keeps saying that they said he was allowed to do the last song and then he just kind of went and did the, his own thing with that. I, I really don't know. Um, apparently Kim Kardashian is embarrassed but supportive. <laughs> nice, Kim. <laughs> Thanks for your support, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I really don't care. It's his wife. She's just got to say what she thinks, but still always back him up, which I respect. Uh, yeah, I a lot of people are attributing it to his medication. He announced that he was off his medication. Uh, and he also announced, obviously, the delay of the album Yandi. Um, yeah, just... A lot of delays. He said he didn't finish his album. Uh, allegedly. Which I don't know if that's true or not. But he is apparently going to Africa in a couple weeks. And he's going to continue recording the album. Maybe finish it up. Wrap it up. I don't know. I, I agree with that though. I At least in my lim very limited experience. When you are trying to make music and you're trying to record music and trying to produce music it's very very important that your environment is um 
I don't know what the right word is, ideal for kind of creativity. It kind of facilitates creativity. That was a long pause. I didn't know what the word was. I have no idea what the word was I was thinking of. I'm still trying to think of it. But anyway, yeah, so he's going down to Africa and he says, oh, I, I, I need to I need to feel the roots because I think he talked about how Chicago has roots, but he has to go like deeper into the into the roots, which I don't know what that means. But. Yeah, but he's quoted to have said quote have my kids in the studio have my mic in the open where we can hear nature while we're recording so that's pretty uh it's pretty interesting i really don't uh i really don't know some people think that it's a result of his mom's death anniversary coming up i really don't know um yeah, he's had a lot of he's had a lot of weird things happen. He's t- talked about abolishing the Thirteenth Amendment, and then he said, "I meant to say amend, not abolish. I misspoke." And some people think that it's just whenever he gets close to whenever his mom's death anniversary comes around every year, he kind of starts acting a fool and starts doing some crazy stuff i don't know but anyway it is what it is kanye being kanye and pete davidson hating on kanye apparently he hated on his pro-trump rant although it's pete davidson it's not really relevant the only reason he's relevant is because he's engaged to someone relevant honestly i'm not trying to hate on pete davidson i don't have anything against him but he's hating on kanye so it is what it is uh yeah so pete davidson was talking about it and he was talking about how awkward it was and how weird it was and all of this stuff uh all this stuff i don't I don't know why Pete Davidson, I really don't know why Pete Davidson like was talking about it in the first place, but I mean, he kind of trolled Kanye big time. <laughs> he wore a hat that said, make Kanye 2006 again. And I think that was kind of a make America great again troll. I really don't know, but he, yeah, he was trolling Kanye for not releasing his album when he said he was going to release it, uh, and yeah, all of that, all that kind of stuff. If you were wondering, Yandi got shifted back to Black Friday, November 23rd, um, allegedly, which is just a little under a month after it was supposed to be dropped. But, yeah, Pete Davidson saying being mentally ill is not an excuse to act like a jackass uh, and just makes fun of him for being off medication and stuff. I really don't know. Kind of a weird rant, kind of a weird thing to talk about, honestly, but Pete Davidson is a comedian, so everything's kind of up for grabs, I think, for comedians. 
And I respect it. If you have to, if you can joke about one thing, you have to joke about everything. I think Bo Burnham said that a long, long time ago because people were hating on him for singing and writing lyrics about like quote unquote uh, offensive things. And that was really, well, Bo did it. Bo Burnham, for those of you who don't know, is like a comedian, songwriter, singer. But he got, I would say, a lot of his fame from his YouTube videos, which I watched as a kid before he got famous. And that was kind of before our, like, outrage culture. Like, nowadays, I think YouTube would probably take his content off. Like, this dude straight up, yeah, Bo has, Bo Burnham is just a savage. He said some very savage things on his YouTube uh, page back in the day and I really think now they would like YouTube would take it down because it's just so like <laughs> it's just so vulgar it's it's funny though Bo Burnham's hilarious but uh yeah w w going back to what I was talking about Bo said that whenever back in the day or kind of after he started to gain some popularity you know he was making fun of like Catholic people and people were pissed about that and he was just like yo if you want to make fun of another group of people, I should be able to make fun of Catholic people or, you know, black people or, you know, other groups. I don't know. I don't even know good examples. He pretty much hits on everybody equally. And I think that is kind of fair. You know what I mean? Even if he, even if he wasn't, it's, it's self-expression and it's music at the end of the day and it's comedy. He kind of does a comedy routine now it's less music well he still does obviously a lot of music but kind of stand-up comedy um incorporated into kind of like a almost like mini concerts scattered uh if you haven't seen his netflix special um bo has a super funny netflix special i kind of forget what it's called it's not what um what was way before this um, and, and what was kind of stupid. I really didn't like what, but yeah, he, he has a really, really funny special on, uh, on Netflix, but I can't, I can't remember what it was called. Super funny though. I really don't know if anybody knows what it is. That would be amazing. Uh, but that doesn't really help me right now. I'm looking it up because this is really frustrating me. Um, he's got what? Oh, make happy. That's what it's called. Damn. I could not think of that. But yeah, if you think about it, Bo Burnham, make happy. It's so funny. It's literally one of the funniest things I've ever seen. He's just a clown and he doesn't care. Uh, it's not new. Also, I'm just realizing this by looking at this. He, he it released uh, in 2016. How did I not know that? What? That's crazy. I never knew that. No, that's hilarious. He literally, he's so artistic and he, and he just trolls the audience the whole time. So funny. So funny. Uh, but yeah, I think what dropped on Netflix in 2013. So three years later he dropped make happy. Um, but I just, I just watched it a few months ago probably, but yeah, it's super funny. Bo Burnham. Super talented. 
Uh, if you think about it, definitely look him up. I listen to a lot of Bo Burnham and uh, Dimitri Martin when I was younger. Dimitri, Dimitri Martin is also hilarious. He, oh my God, both of those guys are actually really, really funny. But Dimitri Martin is also a um, singer, songwriter, comedian. Uh, I really don't know what else he does. I think he does some stand-up and some television specials and whatever else. I really don't know. But, uh, yeah, he's so funny. And uh, they kind of have the same style of just kind of improv-type vibes that they give off. And... Uh, he had a show on Comedy Central, I think. Uh, yeah, Dimitri Martin. If you think about it, definitely look him up. Uh, I just found out that little Yachty is dropping a new album at the end of this month, I think. Uh, which is news to me. I think it's I kind of forget what it was called. Um, nothing to Prove, I think. Which surprised me because it seems like Lil Boat 2 just dropped not too long ago uh but i think it's expected to release oh it's nothing to prove too it's expected to release on october 19th which is coming up uh he announced it through twitter that's a weird thing to do it's a very strange thing to do uh not for lil yachty what am i talking about lil yachty's a weird dude super weird i'm going to see his um I'm going to see him at Express Live, but he's so strange. Like, he just is awkward. I think I've talked about it before, but he's just, he just does not know how to, like, talk really. He, well, he's a mumble rapper to begin with, which is appropriate, I guess. I didn't, I don't, I didn't make that up, by the way. I think, well, I think Charlemagne kind of cemented his mumble rapper identity. Uh, but yeah, he's definitely a mumble rapper, especially on Lil Boat 2. It was like you had to you had to wear headphones and you had to turn it up or like there was no way you were going to be able to understand what he was saying. Just mumble, 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 mumble. Uh, I'm trying to think what that peekaboo. <laughs> if you if you if you get bored, listen to peekaboo. Peekaboo is like the the most mumbly mumble rap I've ever heard. It's literally so stupid. I hate that song. I like Lil Boat too. Um, I do. But Peekaboo, it's terrible. And it was like relatively popular when that album dropped. I was like, really? We actually like this song? Or is this a joke? Like, he just literally repeats like Peekaboo, Peekaboo, Peekaboo throughout the whole song, I think, honestly. No hate though. I'm not hating on Lil Yachty. I like Lil Yachty's music. I'm actually going for his older music, but I think Lil Boat 2 is a decent album. It wasn't too bad, but I'm going for his older music because that was OG Lil Yachty before he sold out to his record company or whatever he did. Why'd he started making trash music? I don't know. Not trash music, just different music. I think artists evolve though, and I respect Lil Yachty for just embracing change and an alteration in his music style, I guess. So that is what it is. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much it. That's all I have for music news today. Um, we'll be back next week and yeah, it's pretty much all I have. Don't have anything else. 
Thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you next week.